0: Good afternoon, here we are again, Wealth Creation Show episode 33, and they one of the best ones yet. This is the rich versus the wealthy. Which one's better? Who's going to win? <laughs> As Harry always said, we're going to start this, there's going to be a fight!
1: Yeah, I think I think it's quite good to look at them and, and the difference between, the actual difference between them. A lot of people don't really realise the difference between being wealthy and being rich, and there is a lot of differences in uh, looking at um, over the last few days, mm-hmm. leading up to today's conversation, I think it's quite an interesting topic.
0: And um, Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, most people are actually encouraged to be rich all yeah. their life. And the reason why is the classic example, is the, it's, the, it's what we've taught from youth. This really gets to me um, something, you know, get a job, get a good education, stick in at school, go to university, uh, take out student debt, get a job after that, maybe a job that you can't even get because it's no longer there because you've trained for that job. That happens a lot. You know, yeah. I, the world is full of educated idiots as i say um and 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 a lot of them actually don't have a job as well and i used to house a lot of them as well and it's like what i mean you've got a university education from st andrew's uni this is one guy i knew and it's like you're you're living on benefits basically i I didn't get that at all um and then so you've got all that student debt and then i tell you what come out of there get a good job start paying off the student debt but get a mortgage and buy a house that's exactly what I do as well. So we get even more debt. And I tell you what, you need a new car. Let's get more debt for you there as well. You know the person that wins out of this all the time is the banks. Banks, every single time. And this is to get you indoctrinated into a system. Um, and I'm going to be completely cynical here, Richard, as I usually am. This is to get you indoctrinated into a system of be a good worker aunt. Because yeah. once you're locked into that so-called hamster wheel, you can't get off. Mm-hmm. There is no way out of that because you've got the debt for the house, you've got the debt for the student debt, you've got the debt for your car and therefore choices disappear before your eyes. Um, it's things like, uh, for example, I want to go back to college or I want to go back to university because I feel I want to retrain. Well, I'm sorry, you can't do that because you have to still pay these, all these bills and all that debt you've taken on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm not, I, I think that's the rich way that's definitely the rich way. We'll talk about the difference between rich and wealthy. It really does. Um, I don't. I don't think people actually um, really understand the difference between rich and wealthy. Um, rich pays taxes. Wealthy doesn't. I'll say that again. Rich pays taxes. Wealthy doesn't. Now, <laughs> you want to be really wealthy? And I'll tell you why. Um, Richard, what is the difference? You know, from from your point of view, what do you think the difference is between the two concepts?
1: yeah i mean i mean i was a wee bit um surprised at some of the facts that i was uncovering about the differences between rich and and wealthy just because you didn't think it like that but i mean being rich means that you have a lot of money obviously and you've got a lot of money coming out um but obviously it doesn't really mean that you're wealthy because being wealthy is not only having enough money to meet your needs but it's being able to afford maybe not to work if you don't want to. Um, But it's all about amassing assets if you're wealthy, whereas you're rich, you've got a lot of money, you've got a lot of outgoings, and you spend a lot. And like you say, there's a lot of tax involved in that as well.
0: Yeah, here's a classic. What does it mean to be rich then? Well, if you if you want to know more what rich means, then I think personally, you want to think about the most popular people like footballers, like rappers, Hollywood superstars, yeah. uh, Sometimes it seems that they're they're screaming the words out, I'm rich, but Mm -hmm. but it's because rich is about having a lot of income. So there's the tax bit, having a lot of income, spending a lot of money. There's more tax, because you get indirect taxation through there Um, and showing off how much money you have. Um, We've all seen it, isn't it? You know, you, you buy things that you really don't need to impress people that you really don't like. You what the to point of that? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I know. And but that's, 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 how, that's how Instagram programs us, isn't just, it? Yeah. Instagram, social media, all these different platforms program us. We need to show off to people, and I often look at other people's posts now and think, well, why, are, why, why are you actually showing me that? <laughs> this, it's that—that's the first thing that comes into my head now with everything. And you'll you'll notice I appear in a lot of videos like this. But it's mm-hmm. more content-related videos, and I very, very rarely now do a lot of selfies because I don't yeah, I don't see the, I don't I don't see why I'm needing to do it. I'm not mm-hmm. looking for approval from anyone. <laughs> I just like yeah. I've, I've come to the conclusion that the, the purpose of the being here is to be content not to be happy. Because mm-hmm. if you try to be happy every single day, then you'll disappoint yourself some days because you'll never be happy every day. But oh. be content with what you've got and just be that wee bit uncomfortable. We talked about what David Bowie said, you know, just to get to that edge where you, you're out of your depth just a wee bit, just but you can touch the yeah. bottom of your tippy toes. And that's the point of where, where exciting things happen. And this is what we talk about in the Wealth Creation Show. So it's about, uh, yes, being rich means you have a lot of money, but being rich doesn't necessarily mean you have a high net worth. Mm-hmm. Now that's wealth. In fact... Being rich, and I talked about this at the weekend, means you can actually be in debt as well. Yeah. And and I often talk about being broke at a different level. People that have things and have plenty of money and income tend to sometimes be broke at a different level. Hands up who's ever been broke at a different level? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think the whole audience will be saying the same thing <laughs> uh, yeah. stick a number five in the comments if you're broke at a different level because basically being broke at a different level means you could have a hundred it's like the guy that came on to question time and went you know, I don't consider myself rich between my wife and I we're on a hundred and eight to six thousand pounds a year I'm you're poor how would that know no, be rich a hundred and eight yeah. to six thousand pounds a year how could you not consider yourself that's in the top five percent money in Britain. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't consider myself rich. Rich, he says. <laughs> <That's laughs> God's you've seen that it goes about in social media, don't you? That mm-hmm. I means being rich could mean that you're actually in debt, doesn't it? Well, yeah. why? Well, most people who I'm are rich. i was gonna say why. Yeah, it, it, they spend more than earn, don't they? Yeah. Uh, and and if and then we've talked about things like. You know, we did previously the, the um, how to beat the um, cost of living crisis. Mm-hmm. So if you read things like that and what people spend their money on, um, they actually need to be rich in order to be able to afford that debt and to be able to pay that debt. Now, there's a difference between good debt and bad debt. So like, what? <laughs> there's good debt and bad debt? Because <laughs> again, we have thought that debt is a bad thing. But debt not a bad thing if you use it properly. I think as long as it's managed correctly as well. Yeah. Well, we talked about that now. I've just paid off one of my mortgages because it's £4,000 in interest a year now. It's at yeah. 6.09%. It's like, what is the point of having that? Because the amount I'm renting that for and the amount I'm actually paying the mortgage plus the factor fees, I'm not making money on it anymore. So it's <laughs> like, it makes sense for me to now pay that off. Um, because the because I I believe that interest I believe interest rates will go a bit higher, yeah. Um, trust me on that; it probably will. Because we're talking about inflation going up to thirteen percent. Now they can't stop inflation. They think interest rates are going to stop inflation. It's not. Interest mm-hmm. the the interest the inflation caused by the war in Ukraine is caused by Brexit. I don't care what anybody says out there. Every single economist says it's costing an absolute fortune. At the at the the import and export duties and all the rest of it and all the palaver and bureaucracy that's gone in between, it's costing us absolute fortune on 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 pricing and the way we're doing things because of the Brexit scenario. So that's putting a hell of a lot. And the government doesn't want to admit that, obviously, because it's their fault. I was just going to say, the people
1: the people who who were uh, all for Brexit, obviously, aren't, Brexit aren't obviously going to admit that that's part of the problem. <laughs>
0: Most of course, Oh, it's all our fault. We voted for it. It's like no, I, I, and I'm not being political that way. It's just a fact. Listen, this isn't political. This are these are facts. They're staring us right in the face. That's the reality of it. And um, so, remember, this is all about rich. So, you need to, if you want to know what it is to become rich or or wealthy, you need to spend less than you earn. How many people have heard the phrase? Uh, yeah, what is that? Uh, too much month at the end of the money.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, and I lived like that in the in the very beginning, 30 years ago. It's like, oh my God, I've been, it's like we're running out of money. We're now on, <laughs> we're now on beans and chips. We can't afford the sausages this with this week. <laughs> but that's effectively that's effectively how it first started for us. It's like, you know, we're down to we're down to steak sausages as is, is a luxury um the way we were going. Um our our interest rates were at 15% at that time. Um, for mortgages. So that shows you where it's going. Um, so build a positive net worth. I mean, it really does mean spend less than you actually earn. Um, here's a classic example. Somebody, somebody that we knew about, we heard, I heard the story, and, and we'll never forget this story. Um, there were When he was a teenager, he met one of his parents' friends. He was a former American baseball uh, star. And, and yet, when he was playing baseball, he was 30 years old, he was earning $4 million a year, and he was considered to be the next superstar. Then guess what? An uncle injury put him out of the game, and he was forced to retire at 34 years old, four years later. Now, we've seen this in football, haven't we?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and and now he's 40. He and his wife are driving uh, 200000 uh, two hundred thousand uh, pound ferraris they're living in a three million pound mansion uh, they're earning thirty thousand a year um from a lawn mowing business um but they buy and they buy their 16 year old daughter they bought their 16 year old daughter a sixty pound car which she crashed in the first week <laughs> and, and, and you know what they're broke and, and folk will go. Wait a minute! If you see that on Instagram, you would immediately think these people are minted, yeah, but they're actually broke. They're just going to and, oh, and and, yeah, Sorry, they're a bit a pile for
1: Yeah. See, and that's what, um, like, like you say about social media and Instagram and all the rest. Of it, and I think society has people driven to the rich mentality, like, oh, we need to have all these, all these assets that you just said, like houses and cars, and do you know what I mean? And, and flaunt it and show it all. But really, it's it's, all—they're all sitting, they're living in a deficit, and they're now, obviously, like you say, they're going to be bankrupt soon. So, rich people, like you say, more than likely are in debt um, and heading to be in a situation where they're going to end up bankrupt. Or, do you mean they're—they're not keeping up with the spendings, not keeping up with what they're bringing in?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm looking back at my conversation. I had a conversation with somebody recently who actually is. I'm trying to see what he said to me there, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I was scratching my head thinking, how the hell does that happen to someone? Uh, no, I can't see it. Okay, so I had
1: put um, some examples the, in there, Jim.
0: The story. Um, no, this was the story. This guy actually pointed out last last week, and he earned sixty thousand pound a year, mm-hmm. but he can't he can't get he can't get a property to buy because okay. he's a previous bankrupt. Right, but my thought process he, he's always earned that apparently so my thought process is this is exactly the same about people that are rich it's like mm-hmm. how could you earn £60,000 a year and, <laughs> and file for bankruptcy I, I mean in my mind that does not compute um, yeah. but that's effectively what we're talking about here it's rich people tend to buy things that they don't need to impress people they don't like yeah. and they always want to be one better than everybody else and and for me I think that comes back to more about not about the fact that you can't handle your money. It's a psychological process. It's something that's happened in your journey so far that has made you believe that if you have this and acquire these things, and I'll just call them things because that will take into account everything, then you'll be a lot better as a result of it and people will be more impressed about you. And then that then thinks, so what is it you're needing approval for? That you're doing mm-hmm. this. Uh, I did it at the <laughs> weekend, and and still one of my friends was actually extremely successful. I, I posted the Lamborghini Countach. I have seen that year, obviously, yeah. It, yeah, I put that on my social media, and I and, and I took a photograph in London. And I looked at it, and I thought it's a pile of shite, to be honest. But, <laughs> but 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 at that time, I tell you what, it was the it was the car to have, and I had that on my wall, and I dreamed about this car yeah, when I was a new yeah. boy, and I thought, I'm one of these days, I'm going to have a Lamborghini Countach, and and this guy actually came on and said, you know, again, very successful. I would, I would consider him a a really successful friend. Um, he said, I I can't get my head around the fact that why would you keep denying yourself and do this delayed gratification? Mm -hmm. And I went, well, it's not a case of denial. I think it's more a case that once you get to a certain point in your life, you think it's not really worth it anymore. It's like, why your your perspective
1: changes and your, your mindset, I think changes through life anyway.
0: Um, it's Billy Connolly said it. He said he was always a socialist and then all of a sudden he became a Tory. And it's mm-hmm. like, I, and he says, and folk get, how could you do that? And he says, but but my thought process changed over the years and and, and that's what happens to people. You Just because you wanted it when you were a child, it doesn't mean you say you've got to have it now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to be a policeman, but thank God I never got in. <laughs> or, or, or a, this would be a different show, wouldn't it? This show would like this. I would never be where I am. I'd still be yeah. in the forces probably. Mm -hmm. Um and that's a frightening thought. Two inches. Not not two inches here, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Two inches up here. (laughs) (laughs) Determine my future. Aye, that was with my hair at that time. (laughs) Two inches determined my future because it had to be six foot to be in the forces. Or I think it was like I'm sure it was six foot. And I was five foot ten. Or it was maybe borderline. It was meant to be five foot ten, but I was five foot nine and a half. And they went, no, you can't get in. Mm-hmm. And I believe, a sigh of relief. I didn't have anybody there that felt sorry for me at that time and thought, I will just let you in. Because it could have been a completely different story about the way my life panned yeah. out. Um, so thank God to that person that rejected me from the police force because I would never be where I am today because of that. Uh, so see how I've just, how I've actually embraced the fact that I've got rejection and that mm-hmm. rejection has led me to where I am right now. So rejection is never to be feared. It's a sign that you need to move in a different direction.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and that is okay, that's all part of it. I mean, you, you, let's get back to wealth. You cannot build wealth if you spend more than you earn. Now, if you don't believe me, I mean, let's talk about some personal stories then, Richard. Yeah, what put some examples in there. About, what personal stories about some celebrities and lifestyles that do you have?
1: Yeah, I think the, the most the most shocking one, which a lot of people are probably aware of, is the Michael Jackson story. Now, we all know that Michael Jackson was extremely successful, extremely famous, had a lot of money. Um, but he's, and obviously he's Neverland Ranch, now that cost ten million dollars and obviously obviously he's in America in America a year to operate yeah. his Neverland ranch. And he was sitting by the end, I think probably by the end of his life, or at some point just before they, they unfortunately died, in four hundred million dollars a day. Now
0: that's like that's not that far off half a billion. Yeah. How crazy right. is that? That That's it is crazy. crazy, but you've got to remember, this is a wee boy that grew up with no sense of money, no, no yeah. doesn't understand money, doesn't know how, to know how to manage money, doesn't know how to do anything like that at all, um, and and he's always relied on everybody else to do that for him, and I and I kind of think to myself that all these entourage round about him was mm-hmm. basically, you know, for want of a better phrase, parasites, yeah, you know, they'll they basically bleed him dry. Um, it's like the, the Britney Spears story, do you know what I like. Yeah same thing. Yeah uh, same thing. Lindsay she Lohan did. was addicted to part- party and addiction um and she she fell for bankruptcy in 202012. Yeah. Um what about Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson. He had- Mike Tyson yeah. would think he was minted with the amount of money he earned. Divorce, excessive spending, etc. He was 23 million dollars in debt. 50 cents was another one 50 cents. Um he was excessive spending. MC Hammer was another one. MC mm-hmm. Hammer, you can't touch this. Well, certainly we can't touch this because you've got nothing left, pal. Yeah. Um, he, he lost everything because he spent millions upon millions on, and, and I'll, here we go, MC Hammer's real estate, he spent millions in real estate, but he bought the wrong real estate. He listened to the wrong people. Yeah. He didn't understand where how to manage his money. And that's what happened. So as you can see, you can be super rich and super famous but still be massively in debt so what is the bottom line out of that
1: yeah and i think i think you see a lot more and well i see it a lot more i don't know how much people keep up um but you see a lot more celebrities now um that they do a lot more and uh, the business side of it, instead of just being famous and, and on the money that they make from whether it's music or do you know what i mean but they've got a lot more investments into things like property and and, and real estate, obviously, doing it properly, not like MC Hammer or And you do see that a lot more. And they are they are amassing huge amounts of money. I mean, everybody nobody likes to really refer to them, but the Kardashians. Look how much money the Kardashians make because they they're actually quite business savvy. If you if you if you watch some of the things that they do, um, I mean, they may be Stand on camera
0: and look pretty, but there's also, they've also there's a lot behind that as well. Right, right. They they understand it completely. You yeah. can be rich and you can be on the verge of bankruptcy. Being rich mm-hmm. is more about showing off your money than using the money as a tool to build long-term growth. Yeah. Uh, so, if you're rich, you're almost likely to be broke as well. Yeah, and there is as uh, so, that is a lot so you don't really want to be rich as such. You you want, I mean, you do want to be rich in in a context, but you don't want to be that type of rich where you're broke at a different level. Mm -hmm. And I've known people that have have earned hundreds of thousands of pounds, Richard, over the Mm -hmm. years, and that's their earnings. And then that's when they're going broke. This is why the guy came on and says, I don't consider myself, you know, super rich or anything like that on 186,000 pounds a year. It's like, my God, it's like that's six times the average earnings. How would you not consider yourself? Because he's probably spending more than he can actually earn. Um. So that's the so that's the that's the whole concept of that. I tell you, one of the most admirable admirable persons that you won't know about, uh, you'll never remember. You know, um, Sheena Easton. No. See, you'll not remember Sheena Easton, but a lot of people my age will remember Sheena Easton, who sang a lot of um, a, a lot of songs from Scotland. We Bonnie Lass from Scotland. Mm-hmm. She sang a few songs. Um, and uh, and everybody loved Sheenae Easton at the time. Um, then she subsequently gave up that, cashed in, went over to America, invested heavily in real estate, and she's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire with that money mm-hmm. that she had. So she was rich in the beginning, but she used that money po- uh, rightly and actually did the right thing with it. Um, so Sheenae Easton, uh, and then she actually sang with Prince as well. So you got the look. she sang with Prince as well, yeah. and, and, and she was on quite a lot of Prince's songs at the time uh, um, when she moved to America. So she just gave up and moved to America. Um, she,
1: she's, she's used her money, invested it wisely, and and obviously amassed wealth. And, yeah. and she'll, she'll probably, because it's in property and things, she'll have a good cash flow coming through. So I mean, like, what's, let's look at like, what actually, what does it mean to be wealthy? I think, and, 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 and the difference to being
0: rich. Oh, I love being wealthy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think if, if if you want to like obviously achieve financial freedom, then the chances are you want to become wealthy because that's, that's basically how, um, I mean, cash flow we talk about all the time um, will make you a wealthy person and allow you to have a, a lot more financial freedom. We've spoke about in previous shows about being able to choose um, when you work and, and, and things like that and having a lot more freedom.
0: right right. here is the Mm -hmm. nutshell for wealth yeah and i talk about and i jokingly talk about being time lords don't I? but wealth has everything to do with your most precious asset ever and it's time yeah it's nothing to do with anything else wealth is all about time and having your time back that's true wealth it is the only commodity on this planet that you have it, once it's gone, it's gone. That second that just passed, you'll we'll never get back. And I'm going about every single time about people being late for appointments. And I won't, I won't, I, I deplore it. And it's the thing because you're stealing my time. Mm-hmm. And my five minutes that you've been late now is five minutes I've got less with things I really want to do. And that's why it's important to me to always be on time with everybody because I value the most important and precious commodity in the world is time. Yeah. When you're on your deathbed, you're never gonna say, I wish I'd I wish I'd done anything else other than I want more time. That's it, really. That's what that's what it comes down to. So wealth has everything to do with the most precious asset ever, and it's time. Becoming wealthy means you have the time to do the things you want, the time to spend it with the people you love the time to learn about the things that you want to learn about, and also when you're wealthy, you're not living from paycheck to paycheck and salary to salary every single month. Instead, when you're wealthy, you can decide when, where you want to work because you have the luxury just to walk away and and, 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 and if you don't enjoy your job. That's exactly what I did, why I did. Mm -hmm. And I retired 17 years ago because I, I have that. This is what I have. I have that option, and I and I jokingly say it, I've said it to some people now and again. I says I could, I could sit on the, beach, the my beach for the rest of my life, yeah. and I'll still have money coming in regardless, because it is never reliant on me anymore. If you're wealthy, you have what is a large net worth. Yeah, it's I mean, bottom line balance sheet.
1: Just going to say net- what defines net worth.
0: Let me let me well let me explain just roughly how in accountancy terms. Yeah. Rich is your profit and loss every year. It tells you how much profit you've made. Wealthy is your balance sheet, which tells you what the company is truly worth on the bottom line. That's assets minus liabilities. The things that you've got, material like property minus the debt, like for example, the mortgages on that. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is your net worth a typical example for somebody it's watching right now it maybe has a house if your house is worth one hundred and fifty two hundred thousand if it's worth two hundred thousand right now and you've got a mortgage of a hundred thousand then if that's all you've got then your net worth is a hundred thousand because it's the property minus the mortgage yeah. And that's why you got a lot of people in the rich list, sometimes to go up and down in the rich list, because the company sometimes doesn't make enough every year and they make a loss, therefore the company value goes down, therefore the share price goes down, therefore fall out the fallout of the, the rich list. Yeah. Um, so that's how these people work. Um, right, so your, your net worth definition, um, as I said, your net worth defines how much you're, you own assets versus how much you owe liabilities. And that's, that's exactly what I've said right there. To become wealthy, you want to amass a positive net worth. So you want to have more assets than you do have liabilities, which is the debt. So if you're wealthy, then you're likely to have a large net worth. You're likely to spend less than you earn. If you spend less than you earn, you are wealthy. Regardless of it, if you're, if you're spending, if you're earning even £100 a week and you're only spending £50 a week, I would classify that as wealthy. Because immediately yeah. you're up fifty pound every single week, and over a year you're up two and a half thousand pound a year. You compound that over ten years, there's twenty five thousand pound. Over twenty years, there's fifty thousand pound. So your net worth is going up. That's in simplistic terms. If you've got a bigger amount that you're making more than what you're spending, then obviously you're compounding even more, and then you invest that even more, you're you're even more wealthy. You want to build long term wealth, and and. You're understated, AKA, a.k.a. You don't own flashy things. Yeah. Look at the most successful. I mean, I really, I mean, the most successful. You know, they're you know they're stinking rich, um, mm-hmm. and and really wealthy. And that is the the Warren Buffets, and the Bill Gates, and the Elon Musk. Jeff Bezos. I mean, and Jeff Bezos. Do you see these guys prancing about in Gucci stuff and? Yeah. You know Versace and all the rest of it. No, they don't. And and I jokingly said, you know, rich people, you know, buy Gucci and they buy Prada and they buy Versace. Wealthy people go to Asda's and they buy George. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
1: funny you should say about. It. And I think I think it's Elon Musk. Um, and I think I read a thing a few weeks back, and he lives the house that he lives in, and it's actually fairly quite modest. I mean, I mean, he's a billionaire. I mean, he, he but he, he doesn't stay in some big massive mansion. He stays in quite a modest, like I mean, it's in California or whatever it is, and it's really yep. nice, yep. obviously. And I mean, it's worth it. It's worth it. I think it's one point some million or some. And I thought, but he, he loves it, and that's where he stays. Yeah,
0: that, uh, but that's it's more it's more about what you need rather than what you want. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, he wants things like he wants Twitter. And yeah, he he's been trying around. to buy that for like. Yeah. He wants these things, he wants to develop, he wants to be the first person to colonize another planet. He wants to have all that. So why on earth would he need, why on earth would he he want to invest all his money into something else that he doesn't need? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: If he wants to have the money to do that. And that's where wealth is truly built. And by investing it in the stuff that actually generates more income. Wealthy people focus on income producing assets because they buy time. Yeah. Buy time every single way because it's not the money you generate, it's the money it actually buys the time back because then you no longer need to work uh, more hours to earn more money for that. Wealth is all about being rich is a time, trading time for money. Mm -hmm. I go to work, I work an hour, I get paid a certain amount per hour. Being wealthy is not, being wealthy is generating income, it's not relying on your time anymore. And that is property investment. Yeah. That is stocks and shares. You know, in a in a stupidity world, it's crypto, you know, because it's still it still goes up in value or it goes down in value. It's gambling, folks. So, you know, I'm only saying that, but I'm trying to I'm trying to emphasize the extreme example here. You know, how you could 30,000 pounds in you know the next week because crypto's gone mental and you cash out. Well, that's if you can cash out, because some people don't let you cash out. Um, So on paper, you think you're rich, but you're only rich until it's materialized. Mm -hmm. But at that point, that's now income and that's now taxed. So you want to have a stable asset. You want to have assets that are stable so you can borrow on these assets because that's not taxable. And these these value of these assets will still stay where they are and they won't swing up and down. Therefore, the person that lends you on that property doesn't assign, or or that asset, doesn't assign a higher interest rate because there's less risk involved. So they give you a lower interest rate on the lending. And that is not, that is not taxable. That is tax deductible against the wealth. And then you can build more wealth out of that. Then you can generate an income. Income you can take out um, at your leisure about how you think that works for you in tax planning. And that's another that's another story. So think about it. When you own income producing assets and earn passive income, even while you sleep, I used to jokingly say grow rich while you sleep, but effectively that's what it is. You can yeah. get up in the morning, you be richer than the night before, but you've not actually done it. Well, you have done something. You have done something because what you've done is you've you sown the seed. You yeah. plant the seed, you've <laughs> nurtured the seed, and you're reaping the harvest because you've got everybody else helping you now um, for that. And they're they're recompensed and and remunerated for that reason. Um, And you have all the time in the world to do what you want to do. That's why wealthy people often diversify their assets through real estate investing, through stock market investing, through investing in their business. Like I've said right now, that's what I do with uh, Five Properties, invest in the business so it makes Mm -hmm. money. So a top tip here, what is a top tip that you'd want to tell people
1: i think well like you say, jim one of the top tips is if you want to build long-term wealth then your best bet is to build a business and, and yeah. property investment as, as a business and we say that all the time it is a functioning business um, yeah. and if there is a shortcut to becoming wealthy it has to be it has to Hold do with building a business share. yeah,
0: yeah
1: and like and you do you know that- set, setting that up and have that whole functioning like we spoke about it and I, I refer to it like as a machine and it is like a machine and, and just as lot if you've got that machine oiled and running properly, it's gonna make you money and- and
0: Interestingly yeah. enough, 66, 66% of, of, of uh, millionaires actually own their own business. Yeah, and that's, that doesn't surprise me. That's,
1: uh, what you would expect?
0: I actually thought it'd probably be a bit more than that, to be well, it, it probably is a bit more now, um, but when this, when this information was done, so it's kind of we're kind of covering yeah. ourselves by being a bit prudent on that. Mm-hmm. But you know, most people are. Um, I mean, a lot of people are actually inheriting as well. Remember, so you've got inheritance there where people have passed it down. So that's another statistic to be involved in that six to six percent, and 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 other people are actually you know obviously they'll earn it because they, they don't run the they run the business but they're high profile mm-hmm. so they'll earn it as well um, yeah I, I, I mean I think that I think the benefit for me is a business will pay will pay you income likely for the rest of your life and your income earned potential is virtually unlimited since you own since, since you're your own boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the fact of owning your own business is actually to multiply your efforts. And this is where I've come back to people being time lords um, yeah. and, and property investment, and actually, and running your own business as well, and being in charge of your own business, means that you're actually duplicating. And, and I talk to you guys about it as well. The the in order for you to earn more money, you have to find out a way to duplicate your efforts.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and actually get people to do the jobs that you do a day in, day out, but now are not cost effective for you to do because you could earn a, a higher amount at a higher level. This mm-hmm. goes back to my argument. Uh, I have well all the time. It's like, why do we not get a gardener to do the garden? And it's like, well, I could do it myself. And I'm like, and she's got me roped into. it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 If I can go out and earn that amount, why on earth would I want to go and go and do a garden? It would earn this. It would save myself this amount. Surely you would want to. You want to go out and earn that with hours you've got, and you would you would then pay the gardener to do it at that rate. So you're making the differential in between.
1: Yeah.
0: Every single time. I've just multiplied my hours then because I've now got somebody doing a job that I wouldn't do and that allows me to go and earn more I money think and, time back. and pay them, pay that person. So it duplicates, it gives you time. And so if you can get more and more people to duplicate your time, then you're onto a winner. Richard Branson, classic example. He talks about building a power team every single time, doesn't he? A mastermind group. People are, are, are know a lot more than him and can be a lot better at their jobs than he is Um, and that then leverages his position, and and, and that's how he becomes one of the most successful and wealthy people in in the world, for that very reason. How many business owners in the world? How many could you think of?
1: Yeah, I mean, we went through quite a few there. I think, obviously, um, we spoke with Jeff Bezos, which is, uh, he owns Amazon, which is, I mean,
0: he's a billionaire. We've got Warren Buffett, um Berkshire Hathaway started out. I can't remember if it was a textile manufacturer. Would you believe that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now Bertshire Hathaway is is worth billions. They don't have anything to do with that at all. It's like Sony. Sony mm-hmm. first started out as a rice cooker maker. <laughs> That's what they did. Come Sony. On, yeah. And all these hundreds, a hundred years ago or something like that, Sony started out as making rice cookers. And look at them now in technology. And it's just like Berkshire Hathaway started out doing something like textiles. And and Warren Buffett was brought in to help the company survive. And he pivoted it to to being an investment powerhouse as it is today. Mm -hmm.
1: But that's quite a good example um, about how things, I mean, Everything has to start somewhere, everything has to start small and progressively get big Um, and it needs the right input and the right timing and things to do that. Um, We just spoke about Elon Musk as well, obviously he's got Tesla and he's got the whole space thing on the go and he's trying to buy Twitter at the moment, you'll probably see that in the news. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then Mark Zuckerberg. Well, he's...
0: he's getting a great amount of publicity for nothing out of that, isn't he?
1: Yes, yeah, And weird. that's what
0: people don't realise: it's the amount of publicity he's getting with his name every single time. The object of the exercise is to be known, not to be liked.
1: Yeah.
0: The person that the person that attracts the most attention usually makes the most money. Mm-hmm. And look at the world: it's the it's the people that have got the most attention are making the most money. Bezos, Buffett, Cardone. Yeah. Elon Musk, Zuckerberg, all these different people. Um, Bill yeah, Gates they, as well,
1: Jim. You've got some stories about Bill Gates that you've shared before. He's His story for starting off Microsoft and
0: building that up as well. A university dropout. Yeah. Bit, I, I, I tell you what, I'm not going to complete Harvard. I'm just going to drop out. Now, admittedly, at that time, Microsoft, he had complete faith and belief in himself that Microsoft was the way forward. Um, and he knew that was the way forward to do that. And 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 technically, I kind of followed his path because I'm am an accountancy dropout. You know, I decided that accountancy was never where I wanted to specialise in. Although I'm an accountant and I was in industry yeah. as a financial director, I thought this isn't going to take me to the realms of where I want to go. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm literally going to be working for someone else for the rest of my life and actually be travelling the world as as a as another um, another you know. Um, CEO of a huge organization, and, and that was never the dream I envisaged for myself. I wanted to set myself free, mm-hmm. and this is why I built the property empire for that reason. Um, for your own financial freedom and, and use you of your own time. Um, I mean, Larry Ell- Ellison, I mean, of Oracle as well, was another one. I mean, mm-hmm. chances are that you won't see Warren Buffett approaching you in a gold chain and necklaces but saying gold rings and there would be no 300 pound lamborghini in fact warren buffett is known for being a really frugal billionaire isn't he? it's like he lived in the same home in, in nebraska he, he, he first bought back in 1958 even better warren buffett splurges on a, a, a you know a three dollar a four dollar breakfast he has a mcdonald's drive-through he eats mcdonald's i watched thing the other day he says we are exactly the same as everybody else. We go to McDonald's. We then go to Target to get our clothes. His, his suit—I remember it was a—he wears a grey suit. It's the same grey suit every single time. And, yeah, and yeah. literally, it's—it's a it's hundred dollars at the Target. You know, he—he's no bother. But he owns shares in Target, and he owns shares in other places, Sears, Roebuck as well. And he shops at these places because he owns shares. He just looks at what he does and his investment strategy is. is what is it things I use daily, day in, day out? And is this something that will multiply? So he loves the longevity and the yeah. compounding of wealth over time. And he doesn't like the get rich quick ideas. He says something that it provides value and actually will be here in years to come, which will compound over time and increasing value over time. And as a dead set is is what I love. He loves that for that reason. Yeah. So you see being wealthy is a very different to being rich here. I mean, Here's true wealth. You've got your health. Yeah. More importantly, you've got your freedom and you've got relationships. In the end, it's important to realize that money buys you time, which ultimately gives you freedom and happiness. Yeah,
1: that's quite interesting now because then uh, look, I mean everybody's heard that money doesn't buy you, you can't buy you happiness. But it allows you the time to be happy rather than like you say, being a slave to whatever do you know what I mean, situation you're in with a with a work such a scenario or things, you've got time yeah, back, yeah, you've yeah. got the freedom to manage your own life, spend more time with family and loved ones and things, which ultimately will make you happy.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: if you look at it in a roundabout way like that, then that's that's the best way to look at it for me
0: yeah i mean bottom line being wealthy positive net worth you spend less than you earn and you have the time to do what you want to do when you want to do it in your life uh, that's yeah. what that comes down to the difference between rich and wealthy the difference between rich and wealthy has to do with time freedom sustainability a wealthy person has built sustainable long-term wealth which buys them time and freedom to do what they want to do a rich person's money often does not last very long and rich people often go into massive debt because of their flashy glamorous lifestyle. Someone earning 80,000 pounds a year could be wealthier than someone earning 500,000 pounds a year. I'll say that again. Yeah. Somebody earning 80,000 pounds a year could be wealthier than somebody earning 500,000 pounds a year. It all comes down to how you spend your money, how much debt you build up and how much money you actually save. The compounding effect i used to jokingly say my company because it made a profit and it was a small profit at the time is more successful than some of the biggest plc's in the world because they were making a loss
1: yeah and and in essence that's true because you are make whether it's a really really small profit if you're making a profit it's better than the big companies that are making the bigger companies that were making a lot. So
0: yeah, I would agree. So with what that. sort of what sort of things? Let's talk about rich versus wealth then. Versus the wealth, yeah. then. What Richard? What in your mind? What 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 bullet points are for what we
1: spoke about this morning? I think for me, being rich would be obviously someone who's often in debt or lives in debt. Yeah, uh, they do earn a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, they live flashy lifestyles, like we spoke yeah. about. Uh, they don't save, which is so important. And we've had, like I say, we've done shows on that. they show shown that previously. They spend a lot of money. Um, they buy depreciating assets, which would be- oh, your God, land And things. Yeah. Um, they spend the money to impress, um, and they didn't pre- they didn't pre- they're not prepared for the long-term. That's yeah. what I would take from being rich. What
0: um, about wealthy?
1: Wealthy would be building long-term wealth. I mean, mm-hmm. wealthy builds long-term wealth. It buys appreciating assets, which, as we know, property and and um, doing property investment yep. typically does not have a lot of debt or or have any debt. Mm-hmm. Um, living be- below your means and. It, well, I was going to use the word frugal, but then, yeah,
0: suppose it fits. People actually see that when they say live well below their means. When you mm-hmm. talk about that, everybody goes, oh, oh, my God, why would I want to do that? But, but, but you've got to understand you've been socially conditioned like this to spend. Yeah, um, and You've been every single day on here um, to spend on this, this yeah. thing. Every single time, spend, 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 Instagram, spend, 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 yep. spend, every window you pass, spend, 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 every, every television yep. you see, spend, 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 spend. That's what people want you to do because they want to attract your money. That's what your yep. laws of attraction. They want to attract your money so they advertise market to attract you to their brand. And um, yep. So that's the type of things you've got to get around in your head in order to overcome that obstacle. And um, What other things?
1: Um, yeah, so living below uh, your means, live un- a more understated lifestyle. Um, and wealthy people may very well earn less than what a rich, people, a rich person does, uh, but they spend not to impress others and they save and invest a percentage of their income. Um, yeah. And that's so important, I think, as well, is to to, to save, and we'll, we've covered that previously, because um, that small percentage that you save will amass over time. Hmm.
0: And then, and then allows you to then reinvest. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're truly wealthy, then your your money will serve a specific purpose. I mean, yeah. for me personally, it's it's actually to save enough for a, a sustainable lifestyle. Yeah, um, it's to it's to save enough to retire. Yeah, early, um, and I know this sounds daft, but I retired seventeen years ago. And everybody mm-hmm. goes but you're still working right now you're still out being on a stage and it's like I love doing what I do every single you, day.
1: Choose, you choose to do that
0: and I have the actually. option yeah and I that's what I love about what I do I mm-hmm. can say what I want as well without having any political ramifications because it has no effect on me and my income and and that's what I, that's what I always wanted in the beginning the, yeah. the, the the key things for me was never tangible it was never cars it was never things. It was never Gucci Versace or anything like that. What I wanted in the very beginning when I first started out is I wanted I wanted my time back because I wanted to spend it where I want to spend it. And I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to have the freedom to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And I know that sounds almost the same, but there's a slight difference here. To do what you want to do when you want to do it and have the choice to do that is is almost everybody's. And I would argue is everybody's desire. Now, some people would say, you know, oh, I would. I used to get people to say to me, "Oh, I never want to be wealthy or rich," and I went, and my first response was, "Have you tried it lately?" Because I tell you what, it's pretty good. Yeah, I
1: think I think it's like some people say. You see people, obviously, these ridiculous uh, lottery totals that people win now, and they're like, "Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to win all that money." And it's like, well, why not? But as long as you do the right thing with it we have seen
0: a lot of people win the lottery, and My blow point are. in case, I would love to win that amount of money so I can give it away. Yeah, because that's the reality. Do you know, do are, people say, "Oh, I don't really want to do that because I don't." Well, I tell you what, go out and earn it anyway, and then give it to somebody that needs it. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a novel a novel idea. Yeah. Go out and help someone else. Could you imagine what type of society we'd have if your main aim in society was to help some another person? If only everybody
1: was so selfless to do eh, something like that, then we would be a
0: very different society, Laura. And to have enough to live without money worries. There's a very important phrase that I remember very early on from my mentors. There's only so much money you can make and the rest is just just for show. Mm -hmm. How much more do you need? I had a conversation with someone the other day on Friday and Thursday actually he says, well, what are you doing in the weekend? I went, oh, I'm going down to London. I'm going to see Coldplay and that. He says, oh, and we talked about investments as well and he says, oh, what, what will you be doing next? And and will you be investing in this? And will you be making more of this and making more of that? And, and I told him how much I've got. And I went, and, and he just went, what? <laughs> I went, how much more do I need? How much more do I need? I don't need any more than that. No. It's like, it's obscene. It's like, but but that's why. And if I was wanting it, I would want it and then just give it away. <clears throat> it's like, I'm, great, I can make it. I'll just give it away to somebody that really needs it, and and that comes back to Born Free. So this is this sticks with my mind as well. This is when Tony went to Born Free about in the animal sanctuaries yeah, with the the lions and the tigers and everything. Yeah, and Tony really wanted to work with Born Free. And she approached Born Free and it said at the time, look, you know, I tell you what, I really want to be on your reserve working and all the rest of it. I want this is the type of life I want. I want to help out. And Born Free said, um, actually, um, you're gonna be training to be an accountant, aren't you? And, and it says, Absolutely, I'm training to be an accountant. I'm good, you know, this is what I'm gonna do. It says, Well, to be honest, we would rather you actually went to work in industry and actually then gave us the money that you could earn really? working in industry. That's what they said to her. They said to her, we, we can we can get we can get um you know volunteers ten a penny. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody wants to come and volunteer here. Everyone wants to have this lifestyle and have this carefree thing about it. But we 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 need money. I need to to do what I do, we can't yeah. just have everybody helping out. We need money to help the animals. The best way you can serve us is to go out and earn as much as you can and help us out with as much money as you can give. And that sticks.
1: Yeah.
0: So I would say that these purposes were probably some of the good reasons why I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I, I even equally as well. I just wanted to be able to. Could you imagine? It's like a, another story. Here's another plot, <laughs> and this sticks in my mind. And it was, it was, it was, it was, it was. It was Jerry Scriven that actually said this, and, and I remember Jerry talking about this. Jerry was extremely successful. I mean, Jerry helped people retire at 25 year old, financially free, never at work again. And mm-hmm. Jerry was very, very successful. In actual fact, he gave money away to have a gorilla sanctuary on, I think it's Guernsey or something like that. He actually opened it all, and paid for it all, in his father's name. So Jerry actually said to me, he says, "Jim, I know you're into your sports. I know you love doing what you're doing at the time, and you're wanting to do extra curricular activities. But is that?" is that providing anything towards your financial future? And I said, well, you know, I enjoy it. He says, but but he says, could you imagine, and tw- you've got a young daughter, eh? And I went, yeah, absolutely. He says, could you imagine your daughter, what's her name, Tony, Tony. Could you imagine Tony in 20 years time coming to you and says, dad, look, I tell you what, dad, I want to go to university. And then you going, have I got the money for it? Um, well, well, maybe I can't afford to send you to university because I don't think we can afford the fees. And he said, what do you think is going to save you? I mean, you can't really take her over to your trophy cabinet and say, well, but look look at all the trophies I won (laughs) when I was younger. (laughs) In the time that I could have spent building a financial future, I chose to actually spend it on, you know, playing darts to win a trophy at the pub. Yeah. And, and that's how harsh he was with me in the beginning. And I, and it, for me, it was tough luck. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of thing he said to me. You know, your trophies aren't going to help you later on. It's, it, you know, it, your Darts League and your Quest Drive and your dominoes trophies is like, that's just not going to help you at all. It's says if you really want to build your financial future, you need to take that time right now and put it into it because that time will compound out in the end to make you extremely successful in years to come extremely wealthy and i mean really wealthy he says that'll compound and i never understood what he meant by that at that time until i am where i am now and i've no by by means but i've no by any sense reached where i want to reach anyway but i'm it's an astronomical leap from where i was before and and when you get there you don't actually realize how far you've come mm-hmm. uh, you become you become almost numb to that because because you, you expected it to happen. You had it in your mind. You dreamt it. And when you get there, you actually, it, it, it's no different. You don't go like Robbie Williams did and goes, I've signed a $66 $6 million contract. I'm rich! <laughs> you don't do that. It's, you don't do that at all. You actually just get there and go, okay, what's next? I'm here. And what's next, Jay? Because, because you've programmed yourself to it. you believed it and you've achieved it. And, and, and you, you, it's like, okay, great. What's next then? So, you don't, that's why you don't see people like Elon Musk and Zuckerberg. It, it's, not a, it's not an end point.
1: It's just part of the journey.
0: It's part of the journey, but you dreamed it'll happen and yeah. you've had great belief it'll happen. So, you you get there and you don't actually, you just go, okay, then what's my next goal? Mm-hmm. And then you move on from there. Um, where it, and, and that's what it is. So, I'll be honest, we actually saved, I would literally say, around about 80% of our income. Mm -hmm. every single time and i invest i think saving is a big a big aspect a really important
1: part of it i
0: still do it right now now. but then that's what comes back people often say well why why would you not enjoy it now it's like but i've got i I don't want to build a legacy as well i want it to pass to my generational wealth to my family and Mm -hmm. and their family and their family and their family and actually follow these people because they'll realize what i've done if it doesn't happen, it's what I wanted. It's it's mm-hmm. the thing I wanted. I wanted to be able to, you know, if I had something wrong. Well, my knee, for example, i talked about this before. You know, if, if anything happened to my knee or my body or anything like that, I wouldn't have to wait on going through a whole waiting list and two years down the line to get a hip replacement. I could just go private and get it done. Mm-hmm. These are the intrinsic things I wanted, and it wasn't really material. It was just I wanted to be able to look after myself and, and my extended family. If my sister ever wanted something done, I was able to give her the money to do it. If my daughter wanted something done, I was able to give her money to do it. If my dad and my mom and all the rest that wanted, I was able to give them the money to do it. That's the only thing that really mattered to me. If my community needed something, see that? I was mm-hmm. able to provide the money to do it. That's yeah. why we're doing what we do now. We're going to hit 30,000 this year towards community and local causes, and that's that's the whole reason for doing what we're doing so i don't necessarily need that i don't want it it's like i'll make it and just give it to someone who, who will benefit It's yeah. better for them it's better going you know your money and you oh well I'm, I'm i'm not going to do that well go and do it and give it to the food bank because i tell you what a lot of people are going to need it soon yeah i know so rich people spend a lot of money and they often go into debt wealthy people on their hands spend less than the earn and invest and save for the long-term future more sustainable wealth you can see that in successive shows that we've done before on the playlist yeah, on here just click on it and go back and you can see all these different things about compounding and how you can do that wealthy people typically build their wealth by investing in real estate Um, some of them invest in stock market you know i still have my pension in the stock market it's the FTSE 100 it tracks that everybody's going stock market's falling, and i'm like I'm looking at the FTSE 100 and it's sitting at 75 now, and it's never fallen yet. And I tell you what, when the FTSE 100 dropped to 32, I was in there like a bat of hell. Yeah, it's like buying at 3,200 because I knew fine it would it would double, you know, within a couple of years again anyway. And so that's the when the market's going down, I'm buying. When the market's going up, I'm possibly looking to sell or I'm holding. That's it, really. Um, to, to capitalise on it. And there, there's no point in looking for the peak of the market. We might talk about this in successive shows about when the exit and when the enter into mm-hmm. markets. That's maybe another really good subject to actually do. If anybody out there is listening in and you want us to talk about a specific subject, then we're more than happy to consider it. So just stick it in the comments or send us a message direct. Um, yeah. yeah, it's good to hear the, the feedback. What to talk about? There is another thing to talk about. I mean, we'll maybe talk about this in, a, in, the, in another show. How to become wealthy: seven mm. actionable steps to do that. Um, yeah. But we'll save that for another show, won't we? Um, yeah. Finalize this Richard.
1: Yeah, I
0: you think the, my
1: takeaway today is that there are such big differences between being rich and being wealthy. Um, and the, these six, uh, the seven actionable steps you were talking about would be quite a good one to cover in another show. Yeah. Because uh, that really hones in on the, the areas where you should be concentrating to become wealthy. But I think most importantly, which I took from today, is that um, like you buy to let, have a business set up, and, and that will help you become yeah. financially free and be wealthy and have that cash flow uh, and income to allow you to do other things and enjoy life a lot more. I think.
0: Yeah. Now, we discussed about most business owners, 66% of them are actually business owners, the millionaires today. And it's possibly even higher right now. But not everybody can run a business. Not everybody can understand how to run a business. So that's why you buy into a business with other people that can do that. That's the key there. That's why you own part of five properties now. And for that very reason, because if you're an owner, then you will share in that wealth as well when it's built over a period of time. Um, as the share value goes up, you might not necessarily get more income out of that. You might do. Well, you got dividends out of that, and I did as well yeah. recently, um, and that was really good. Um, but yeah. the value of the intrinsic value the property, the, the actual asset as well, and the company goes up in value as well. So if there is an exit strategy in the future, therefore, you still benefit from that as well, from that yeah. exit strategy. Uh, and for me that's why people should try and invest in the company they work with in order to prosper as a result um, in the future for that reason. Okay, that's us. Fine, so, and that's it, guys. Um, Again, I'll go back to saying uh, we'll see you next week on the Wealth Creation Show. We'll be talking about another exciting subject um, and talking about another way to develop yourself. Um, And uh, until next week, guys, bye-bye from us. See you later, Jim.